When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Warm on this hump day. It feels like it's 30 below right now. Oh, God. Good afternoon and welcome to... Why are you complaining? It's Minnesota. Duh. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley. That's Colleen. Hi. Thanks for joining us on this midweek especial. And uh, I think it's just important and imperative, rather, that we get the Cobra Gang together. Mm. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're it's the case. Oh, I forget that that's in there. It's the case of two women who suffered emotional abuse at the hands of their parents. What do we know, Colleen, and why are we talking about Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears today? Well, okay, because the back and forth continues. We've gone uh, hither and thither, and now we're going yon uh, with the Spears sisters. So we talked yesterday about how Jamie Lynn went on a podcast and talked about her book. You know, the book that she wrote, not for money, but just to tell her story, right? Yeah. And she said some stuff, uh, and she shed some tears, and Brittany had a reaction. And Brittany shared her reaction uh, via her Instagram, which, by the way, Mm -hmm. I just want to remind everybody... I don't know why I'm nitpicking this, but okay. uh, but remember on that t- tweet that she tweeted the other day, she was like, I'm going to leave Instagram for a while. Oh, yeah. She never did. She didn't. Well, She's still there. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Anyway, she posted the following in response to her sister crying on the podcast. In life, a lot of people say, do I matter? Try eating alone for four months, morning, noon, and night, Jamie Lynn. I asked myself every day, does anybody care? WTF, do I matter? I would honestly be very interested to see your pretty face in the setting I was forced to be in and asking yourself, do I matter? I didn't get to cry. I had to be strong, too strong. So yes, you do matter, and don't ever think for one bleeping second you don't. P.S. This is my new baby one more time outfit. Okay. Okay. She's wearing it in this video that accompanies that caption. And, you know, here's what I, here's where we are with this. We are literally just listening to to, two, which, again, in a conversation we shouldn't be a part of. We've been saying this since the beginning, and yet we've showed up for it, shown up for it. Brittany and Jamie Lynn are literally just two sisters who both suffered some type of emotional abuse in their lives and they're trying to like get each other to understand that each of them is the bigger victim 
And like, we're never going to get anywhere if we're just going to go back and forth. This is an exercise in futility. It is completely unproductive and really should be reserved for um, a conversation with uh, a professional who might be able to help them get to the bottom of what is really going on. Yeah, the thing you said there was um, we're never going to get anywhere, which um, we are not going to we are not a part of this conversation, nor should we be. Now, we here on my talk, one oh seven one, I don't want to say report because we're not reporters, but we discuss pop culture and whatever, you know, stories make headlines. So that's our job. And I will tell you that we have been following this story with Britney Spears you know, since before her conservatorship, of course, ended, and we'll continue to talk about it as the conservatorship ends. And, you know, whatever Britney Spears brings to the public, we are going to have opinions about. Sure. So in that regard, we are a part of the conversation. But essentially, when it comes to like the fact that there are two people here, you have Britney Spears, a human, and Jamie Lynn Spears, another human, who obviously disagree with... um <clears throat> about many things going on in their Mm -hmm. life. I don't, I am not a part of this conversation in terms of um, their healing, right? Like I'm not going to be a part of the solution. I'm just going to talk about what's actually happening. Think of us as like referees or not even referees. Think about us as like anthropologists. Yeah. I mean, in the least scientific sense of the word, because we are not qualified in any capacity to be actual anthropologists. We are not doing real ethnographies. But um, the thing that I find interesting watching this play out is how people react to these stories. And you have seen from the very beginning that, you know, the people who are fans of Britney are very strong in their support of Britney Spears. They are, you know... To call them rabid fans is an understatement. It is that fandom which I find incredibly fascinating because you now have people, and uh, I'm thinking about this because I saw a tweet earlier today from uh, Michael Hobbs, who a lot of people would know from a podcast called You're Wrong About, who is currently hosting a podcast called Maintenance Phase. Um, And he tweeted something recently, uh, a couple hours ago, and said the following uh, about a tweet uh, that pitches, or I should say pits, Britney Spears or uh, Jamie Lynn Spears against Britney Spears. Like, there's a tweet where it's like, you know, essentially Jamie is bad, Britney good, right? Right. He responds to that by saying, pretty incredible to watch the Leave Britney Alone people pivot from let's reform the conservatorship system to let's target her younger sister for harassment. And you've seen a lot of that narrative um, in headlines. And it's not just people, like, right? Like, I'm not here to, like, castigate the mob. The mob is only, and I don't mean actual mob. I just mean, like, people on social media. They're oftentimes manipulated or influenced by the headlines that tabloids are serving up and the way the narrative is crafted. And really, truly, this narrative seems to be, you know, Jamie versus Britney. And, you know, Jamie is horrible for going on a book tour, so let's destroy her, even though Britney Spears, by the way, is also a public figure in choosing to share her story in public, and people have opinions about it. And I just find that to be completely and utterly fascinating, that Mm -hmm. the world is so connected to and so moved by this, you know, public spat that these two are having. And, you know, listen, I'm not a therapist. I know that surprises you. Um, I am not 
I'm, you know, I've lived a little life. I know some people. I've seen some stuff. And so that's where I get my opinions. Um, but but what they're what the two of them are like engaged in that the rest of the world is not doing alongside them is like they're sitting in their victim story and they're trying to get like whether or not they are doing this intentionally, they're like trying to get people on board with their victim story. And that's about serving them. But what it ends up doing is like you said, Bradley, the the free Britney people have done now this pivot where they're like, they're like hearing Britney's victim story. And they're like, our enemy is Jamie Lynn. And the truth is, Jamie, Lynn, like, if you take a step back and look at both of them, in the telling of their stories, they both have suffering, like they both have, they they both have hurts. Mm -hmm. But in their like, in their telling of their victim stories, they've made each other the enemy. Well, I've got some news for you, Bradley. There is a peace broker in all of this. A and peace broker? Somebody is, well, they're not doing a very good job of it. Who's the peace broker? Well, it's Sam Asghari. Okay. Uh, what is Sam Asghari not doing? Because I don't see any peace between them. Well, insiders have said, uh, and they've told Radar Online, so again, great so that's assault. real. Yeah. That um, it's Britney Spears' fiancé, Sam Asghari, who's behind the dramatic change that Britney has displayed toward her younger sister. He's trying to build bridges, and he's even setting up secret talks. What? Yeah, okay, that just sounds like Sam, <laughs> you know, trying to get the the word out that he's, you know, here to save the day, as he's been doing. I mean, there has been, again, no, we're not experts in all these other areas, but where, where I would consider ourselves experts, and I certainly consider myself to be an expert of a person who has sat and watched how media can be manipulated by individuals for the last 10 plus years, um, this it's clear to me that that Sam Asghari is, you know, is trying to put forth an image about himself and what he's capable of insofar as it serves his career. The other right. thing that I just want people to remember is every I think it's too simple to be like, Brittany was a prisoner. Now she is free. Let's do everything to support her and her freedom. Like, that's cool for a story. But like. There's an actual person here who, by the way, is a very, very wealthy, successful, um, capable person who cares about her public image. And mm -hmm. that person is Britney Spears. Like, I'm not going to take away Britney's talent or humanity just because, like, it's like people think that she is both superhuman and incredibly weak at the same time, right? And right. like, I, so the way I approach, approach this story um, is with the same sort of like, huh, that's interesting. Why is Brittany going on social media? It's like we, we, we constantly question celebrities' motives when they share things out loud, except for when it's Britney Spears. Right. Right. Or the people that we really find ourselves drawn to because we think, oh, they're they're just, you know, she's just been, you know, attacked for the like all of those things are true. What I'm saying is she is a human being, but we should question why she is choosing in this moment to be so vocally uh, strong in attacking her sister. Mm -hmm. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, because she could do that in private. 
right? Like she could absolutely. She in could fact, harass. She probably should be. She, you know, could harass her sister in private. She could say mean things about her sister in private. She could call her sister a scumbag in private. But she's ju- she's choosing to do so in a very public forum because I think she understands that she has incredible power in that forum right now, mm-hmm. and so that. You know, again, you can feel however you want to feel about Britney Spears, but if we're not questioning why things are happening, I don't know that we're really going to get any sense of what's actually going on. Because to think that it's just like Britney against her sister seems very, I mean, you can imagine a world, could you not, where if these were two entirely different celebrities duking this out in public, that they have, you know, they both realize how beneficial this is for their public image or uh, if absolutely. not beneficial at least she like one is selling books right. and the other like a Kardashian is, would understand exactly like, the gravity of this but oh gosh right. it's Britney she, we she can't possibly be you know manipulated by motives anything other than the altruism that you know that uh, she deserves Well, and I think you were sort of alluding to this, um, if not outright saying it. It's like the juxtaposition of the Free Britney movement, seeing Britney as this, like, having gotten back her power and, like, having a voice and exercising her voice. And she certainly does have power, right? Because she says something and she has an army of people who are right there ready to fight her battles for her. And simultaneously, they see her as vulnerable uh, and needing protection. Yeah. Which she's right? a grown ass woman. She does not right. need you on Twitter to do her, you know, dirty work. Although, don't, don't, and I know you want to finish your point, but just really quickly to say, like, she understands also that she has this army, and that can be a dangerous power to wield right. on social media. Well, and we see that we see that sort of vulnerability story and that like you know somebody who needs to be cared for story played out with Sam Asghari and the way he talks about her and how he's her protector. Yeah, which right? is great. So it's just like it is. It's a really gross. Like there's just a very strange drama playing out in front of our very eyes. Um, but let's not be swayed by it. Let's just again. Yeah. Get the popcorn. Get the popcorn. Put your feet up and Look, get ready to go. We love uh, hot mess drama that is not our own. And to deny some that... Some of our best friends are hot mess drama. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And some of them have been on this very show. Thank you. You know, as long as you're saying, like, why am I interested? Why am I fascinated? What is it about this story that draws me in? As long as you're reflecting on that, I feel like, you know, pop more popcorn and add another plop of butter on top. Oh, yum. When we come back, speaking of butter, our good friend Elizabeth Reese, who's currently churning her own butter, will share some uh, (laughs) headlines from Hollywood right here on My Talk 107.1. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our beautiful friend, Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, muffins. Hello. Hi. I know, I would love a muffin. You know, a muffin is just a bald cupcake. But hey, it's I like that. really wow. delicious. Mm-hmm. That was Can beautiful. I just highly recommend because I know Elizabeth, you go to the Seward Co-op pumpkin spice muffin. I'm just, I'm just. I was just you. there today. I was there this morning. They're worth uh, just go get one. Oh, that's great. You're welcome. Oh, I'm so happy to know that. I love. Uh, yeah, I think a muffin, but it is just a naked cupcake. It's essentially eating cake for breakfast. Which I'm, I'm not passing that. judgment. I'm just saying we should be real about, you know, what's happening. Yeah, that's all. Let's talk about getting real about Britney Spears' dad, Jamie. So, uh, big story today that there is a former FBI special agent who is now corroborating a claim that Britney's dad spied on her for years while Mm. acting as her conservator. So, this uh, declaration was filed in L.A. um, last week. Page 6 now has the papers. And so they're talking about Shireen Abadi, who worked on fraud and corruption cases for over 10 years at the FBI. I mean, still so cool to say you work at the FBI. Like, what do you do? I'm an FBI agent. I want to say that at parties, but I won't. That's a lot of work to get there, though, honey. Also, Elizabeth, don't sell yourself short. You get to say cool things at parties, too. Yeah, but I don't get to wear a navy blue jacket with the big words FBI in the back. Okay. We can arrange. <laughs> we'll get you one. Okay. It's fine. All right. Fine. Anyway, this former FBI agent. We'll get you one that says TCL. On the back. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. Uh, alleging in this filing that her findings raise criminal implications for Jamie, who oversaw her his daughter's personal, medical, and financial affairs during this nearly 14-year conservatorship that, of course, we've been talking about so long. Um, Brittany's attorney submitted this former FBI Uh, investigators declaration as part of this larger court filing, which is accusing Jamie of taking more than $6 million from Britney's estate and using his role as conservator to further his own personal and business interests. So this happens all the time where like former FBI agents now work for different private investigative firms, and then they are hired to investigate things and then to testify. And So she is um, looking into this case and says that there was all sorts of shady business that he was spying on her, that he was looking at therapy notes, text messages um, and all sorts of things that he shouldn't have been into. And that he was particularly interested in his daughter's attorney client communications and wanted regular updates on the substance of those privileged messages. I'm just I'm grateful and hopeful for the day when he will be held accountable for if for no other reason that it will set a precedent for other people in a similar situation. Well, yeah, I mean, and he certainly wouldn't be the first parent of a child star to take advantage of their finances. That is true. Like, hello, Macaulay Culkin. Mm -hmm. Accurate. Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian and her boyfriend, Pete Davidson, have become closer amid the Kanye West drama. Their relationship (laughs) is, and I quote, so easy, according to a source. So easy. Did you wonder if all the drama about Kanye is causing any problems with Kim and Pete? No, this source explains. It's not impacting their relationship at all. If anything, this drama is bringing Kim and Pete closer together. 
Oh, sure. Of course it is. Right. Because we, we don't know where the story arc is going to take this relationship uh, in the new season of their upcoming reality show. Which, by the way, TikTok, when is this thing coming out already? I don't know. It's been a long time. I think they said early February. So well, we're getting close. That was a nice pronunciation of that month. Oh, I I really, I, I strongly, strongly advise people to keep that R right where it is. Yeah, I like it, but it wasn't overpowering. I mean, it wasn't like over the top. Like February. A, that's how Steve Patterson says it. February. No, February. You it's just nice very job. easy. You have to practice, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet want to explore other things after their split. They still care about each other, but they've been doing things separately for quite a while. I mean, listen, I do you do whatever you want to do. But can we get an apology for that schmaltzy uh, breakup (laughs) note that they wrote? It was so Gwyneth Paltrow. I just didn't have the patience. I know these two are so cute, though. I don't I just don't like this split. I don't know why they've been together for nearly 17 years, married for five years. And uh, the source saying they were a great couple with a lot of love and respect for each other, but people change and goals change and they weren't the same together anymore. I just, I I do love the uh, world's need to have a like salacious story because you just see headlines out of the corner of your eye that indicate to me that people don't want to let this story go because they just want there to be something more. And maybe there is, who knows, but like, I don't, I, I mean, I personally don't care, but you can tell a lot of people do. Yeah, I get it. Um, let's talk about Megan Fox's engagement ring quickly because it's so troubling let's. to me. Oh no, it's not. Tr- it's on brand. She says Elizabeth, the it bands. Is on brand. <laughs> You're right. The bands are actually thorns. So if she tries to take it off, it hurts. Machine Gun Kelly told Vogue, adding, "Love is pain." I hate everything about this. No, it's actually not. It's not. It's actually. Does I his can't. ring Nobody have thorns? Nobody listened to him. I don't know, but I find that to be yeah. so troubling that if she takes it off, it's like it a hurts. chastity belt. Oh, I can't, I can't with this. It's great. They're it's gross. I'm over it. Yeah. More of that. No, thank you, mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Thank you for showing up, and we'll chat with you again tomorrow. How about that? I would love it. Okay, bye bye. When we come back, our good friend uh, Holly Roberts has some juicy bits of gossip. We call it blind items. We'll do them right here on my talk 1071. Yeah. Okay, fine. I know you showed up for those juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We call them blind items. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. We got an app where you can listen to our old shows, podcast episodes, and we got our own original content. Uh, just head to your favorite app store to download that. Now, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And this is Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Colleen and Bradley, here is your first celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Speaking of superheroes, this A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor apparently sent out a really nice wedding present to his ex. She is still keeping those secrets. Mm. Is this a recent ex? Uh, Well, <gasps> probably in the past couple of years. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, okay. Um... Henry Cavill? She's keeping some secrets. We know the ex as well. Now, I will say perhaps this is prompted uh, by the ex having a new celebrity um, profile being published in a major magazine just today. Lena Dunham? No. She's a Hollywood reporter. No, Uh, these aren't necessarily bad secrets. Perhaps to some they would be naughty secrets. Naughty. Like is it a- sex? Sex secrets? 
Is, okay. Is, is it like somebody... a Chris Evans? Oh, yeah. He's oh, got the... Oh, yeah. Isn't he's got he that the one room. that's... Got some... Or no, that was Army Hammer that had the room, right? No, but he has a room, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Allegedly, supposedly. He has a sexy room with yeah. all kinds of tools and stuff. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, things. Yeah. Whatnots. Wrenches. I don't understand why you need tools. Like, what are you doing? Anyway, read the blind item. So, Chris Evans apparently sent out a really nice wedding present to his ex, Jenny Slate. Because Jenny Slate is still keeping those secrets. Oh. I forgot that those two were together at one point. I don't even know what a Jenny Slate is. Oh, she's the voice behind... You probably don't remember this, but do you remember Marcel the Shell with... Shoes I mean, on. It's vaguely familiar. That's a Jenny Slate creation. Oh, yeah, okay. she co-created that, and there is going to be a Marcel the Shell with shoes on movie that she's out doing press for. Good for her. Yeah, she's a funny gal. She is a funny gal. All right. Well, she's got yeah. secrets, but also great birthday gifts. What else you got in that bag of yours? Another celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go. This B-plus list actress is in the talked about reboot of the iconic show, which was then turned into mediocre movies. Our actress had to do a bunch of looping, meaning she had to go back and redo vocals because of how slurred her speech is from all the Botox. And even with that looping, it sounds like she's been having one or two or five beverages of choice. Is this like a Sex in the City experience? Oh. But then who's the person? Is it? It's not. Is it Sarah Jessica Parker? Is it Kristen Davis? Ooh, awkward. Yeah. So what NT Lawyer is saying, the hot gossip is, is that Kristen Davis had to do a bunch of looping on and just like that because her speech was slurred from all the fillers in the oh, Botox. God. And Oof. even with all of that looping, it still sounds like she's drunk. Yeah, a little slurred. Oh. Yeah. Stop. Oh, yeah. Calm it down. <laughs> Calm it down. Calm it down, honey. Calm down. You don't need all that. Uh, okay, you know, let's, let's do another one. Why yeah, not? Yeah, well. we got plenty of time. That's right, Colleen and Bradley. So here's yet another celebrity gossip mystery. Solve it, please. This A-list actress and her betrothed had another huge fight. Their fights are becoming legendary. And NT Lawyer wonders if there's some substance abuse issues going on with both people. A-list actress? Yeah. And she's married to this person and their fights are legendary. Well, they're not married. Oh, they're not married. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Are they engaged? Yeah. Uh, recently engaged? Yeah. Uh, and her name is Megan Fox. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Mm-hmm. And who is she engaged oh, to? Machine, oh, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. So there you go. So NT Lawyer says... That the fights between Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are huge. And they had yet another one. And that their fights are becoming legendary. Well, this doesn't surprise me because you can imagine a world in a world where these two like think that fighting passionately is like what you do because your souls are so connected. (laughs) 
Like you can just feel the like really gross. Like yeah. I'm gonna throw things because that's how passionately I feel, and then we're gonna have a hot vampire sex in a tub. Ugh. I'm tired. Wouldn't aren't they blood. T- aren't they just tired? That's I'm tired. What, like of how them. old is she? And she's got kids. I mean, okay. Well, she's got three that's kids. That's the thing. That's the thing that grosses me out the most about their relationship is like this this display that she does of like it just it's so gross it's gross okay so she's only 35 i will say although at 35 i was not throwing things and running around um drinking blood no no but (laughs) no but like man and how old is he he's what oh he's 31 okay so he's still in that and he has a kid too yeah Mm mm-hmm isn't his kid like a teenager? Am I making that up? Uh, yeah, I believe that the okay. kid is on the older side. So all I'm saying is like I've got a prayer for his child that maybe like hopefully he has other um, really good influences in his life. He has a daughter, Casey Colson Baker. Oh, it's a it's a girl. Okay. Oh, so. Well, I hope Oof. they get a nap every once in a while. No, I. You know what? We need a nap. Well, that's From true. Them. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. No napping. Yuck. More Very celebrity gross. gossip mysteries got? to solve. Yeah, I got this one for you. Don't fall asleep on the job. This A-minus list, mostly movie actress who is a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee, literally has two, maybe three friends. <laughs> if all of them are busy, our actress will just sit in her home and not do anything. I mean... Apparently, she just sits there and waits for someone to text or to call her. She doesn't read or watch television or doom scroll. She just sits there. Okay. I was feeling a little close to this person until you said that she's just like sitting in a room alone, staring at a wall. uh And that she doesn't read or watch TV. So this is a a who? An A something? This is an A minus list, mostly movie actress who is a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee. Now we'll go with the name that multiple people have placed Can I say, in the comment section. Is she allegedly in a relationship? Yeah. Is her name Renee Zellweger? Yeah. Yeah. I was that like, of, of the celebrities that I can imagine, just, I don't know why, vacantly sitting in a room. Yeah. For some reason she rose to the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. So Renee Zellweger has a few friends, and if they're all busy, she just sits in a room alone and waits for someone to reach out to her. She doesn't do that anything. so pathetic. She doesn't read. She doesn't watch TV. She I'm fine. She's fine. She I'm doesn't... fine. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. It's okay. I'm fine. She's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. She needs a hobby. Somebody get her a hobby. Yeah, I mean, at Crocheting least get something on your like phone to play. Yeah. Candy crush. Do that word wordle thing. Yeah. Uh, you can only do that once a day. Well, hey, it's more than what she's doing. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to her. Uh-huh. Although, uh, maybe we'll set her up with a uh, My Talk app on her phone so she can listen to Colleen and Bradley from noon to three. Hi, Renee. <laughs> hey, girl. We'll just make you sure don't we don't sit there. We'll keep crap company. talk her relationship. But uh, Oh, well, t- sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're not going to be able to commit to that. <laughs> Somehow I feel like she's not going to be offended by any of our yeah. discussions oh, about her listening. Hey, do we have time for one more quickie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's our last celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. It used to be 
that the foreign-based tabloid would just have photos and captions for yachting advertisements of celebrities you've never heard of. Now, if you're willing to pay more, they will also have an interview so the yachter can attract more interest. Ooh, the Daily Mail? Yeah. Interesting. They're like a yachting catalog. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the gutter is for? Like that thing on the side? Yes, allegedly, supposedly. Now, if you see a uh, perhaps a person with limited clothing options and in certain poses they over can be on the yours gutter, for the low price of a million dollars. Well, and now apparently they're doing interviews over on the Daily Mail. So if you see an interview of somebody who's extremely attractive, you don't know who they are oh. and they're not wearing a lot of clothes. I then- am so excited. Because I am going to bring your blind item to life in our D-bag segment. Oh! So stay exciting. tuned. So exciting! That's going to happen at 1.30 today. Okay! Well, thank you for those blind items, Holly. They were extra juicy today. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, speaking of juicy and bloody, we're going to give yes. you an update on our favorite publicationship of late. It's a relationship for publicity we like to call Meshigan. Ooh, what are those vampires doing we'll tell you when we return right here on my talk 1071 feels like even colder good afternoon and welcome back to the colleen and bradley show here on my talk 1071 we're gonna heat things up in just a moment but first i'm bradley trainer that's colleen lindstrom hi and we need to do a little publicationship update this one is called michigan colleen what is a michigan that is a Machine Gun Kelly and a Megan Fox. And they were, just so you guys know, totes unaware that the world was totally paying attention to them during the engagement experience. Of course, nobody was paying attention to them. You know, they don't go on social media that often. And like that engagement video was just him putting his phone down against a cup to catch the right angle, which, you know, hey, that's totally believable, right? I have a question. Oh, wait! Except... Hold on. Except for the fact that there were three different camera angles for this engagement. But it was just his phone against a cup. What were you going to say, Colleen? I was just going to ask, was it a cup of lies? Yes. It was a cup of lies that that phone was against because, of course, there were three different camera angles. Which I the the thing I have to give you know you have to give credit where credit is due. We rip the tabloids new ones daily, but I will say in the reporting of this story, even People Magazine had just the sense of obligation to point out that <laughs> Meg, uh, Machine Gun Kelly's statement, uh, quote, I just recorded it on my cell phone, and it was like we had photographer. It wasn't like we had photographers or anything. It was just like sure. me setting my phone against a cup. And then in parentheses, they say, though some have noted that the video Fox shared featured multiple camera angles covering the big moment. So, like this, you guys, we're not dumb, Uh, right? But they think that they think we are. And guess what? Listen, they, you know who they're besties with? Courtney Kardashian. I feel like they're getting a little, uh, like, Kardashian dribble on them. Okay, I do not want to think about a Kardashian dribble, please, and thank you. They're getting consultation for free. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, they're like, oh, God, you guys totally, which also belies this notion that they try to perpetuate in the, again, for the listener, because I know that a lot of people are showing up going like, I don't see, what are you talking about? So there was this engagement experience. They were in Puerto Rico, I believe, if I remember correctly, and uh, Megan Fox thought, 
allegedly, supposedly, this was just like a vacation. It was like no big thing. But then it turned out to be an engagement, of course, under a banyan tree. And um, we know this, of course, because there was this well-produced video of them getting married uh, getting engaged. And remember, Colleen, the post included the words or culminated in the words, and then we drank each other's blood. Yeah. Ah! They're Why? so gross. They're so I'm, nasty. I'm so, I'm so grossed out by them. And also, the, the, I just want to draw your attention to some other lies that they said. In in that, you know, when he said, oh, I, I didn't know that people were so interested. It was just, you know, my phone leaned up against a cup. Did you say something about them saying they're not on social media a lot? Oh, yeah, which is a complete and utter lie. That was her, right. I believe. She... Uh, let's see. We um, let me read you some of their words, because now for those of you who are like all in, go to Vogue Monday. They they did this story. And during this interview, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan both opened up about the moment they got engaged during a recent trip to Puerto Rico. And um, let's see exactly where this I don't says Megan Fox. I don't really look at social media or anything. So like, I don't know. Okay. In response the to the woman who just posted a picture of the two of them naked in a tub together. I mean, and they've been doing this. So right. she knows full well what social media is. And she knew exactly because they're trying to act like they didn't realize th- that their engagement was such a big deal, which sure. I would also say it's not. But for you, it is. But for most of the world, it's really not. But yeah, you know, you guys did a great job. You released a video. Awesome. But you Congrats. Knew, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. You posted a picture of yourself. But do you know why? Oh no, I liked it. Okay. Well, Holly, don't do that right I'm now. I'm sorry. It was Do a you know why they released the video? A shirt that says sex on it. Colleen, if oh. I were gonna quiz you, if a publication ship was asked, like, well, why did you guys release this, you know, very public video? So that they have a personal record of it forever. <laughs> That's actually a so great that it answer. it lives on the cloud. But this is a different version of that story, but equally publationship worthy. We released it to control the narrative. As opposed to someone, you know, just catching a weird cell phone picture of a ring on our hand and being like, whoa... So, yeah, they only did it because they were concerned they wouldn't be able to go to Applebee's without people just all up in their business about the rings on their fingers. Did you see Megan Fox eating her riblets? And then you saw that on her finger? You know these two would eat riblets. And she would, like, put that riblet in her mouth. each other's riblets. Well, no, she's going to put that riblet in her mouth. And then she's going to be like, this is like when I eat your toes. Yeah. That's nasty. I... I'm done with these two. Didn't you have Should some? I make it worse. I was gonna say. I I thought you had a story about the engagement yeah. ring. It's this is like the most on brand thing in the entire world. So you know, she shared, of course, a close up of her engagement ring, which has these like two stones intertwined. Blah blah blah. And then, of course, you have to explain it. Ready? The stones represent two halves of the same soul, forming the obscure heart that is our love. 
And then Machine Gun Kelly shared in the Vogue interview that he recently did, quote, it's a thoroughbred Colombian emerald with no treatment. It was just carved into the teardrop straight out of the mine, and the diamond was directly from Stephen, who was the designer. The concept is that the ring can come apart to make two rings. When it's together, it's held in place by a magnet, and then it forms an obscure heart. And you see this right here? The bands are actually thorns. So if she tries to take it off, it hurts. The Vogue writer replied to that. That's very nice. And he responded, love is pain. Um, nope, nope, nope. Good morning, 1600s. What? Uh, your misogyny is calling. Your Can patriarchy say, is calling. If you identify with that this statement, then you are not in... A healthy relationship. This is a flex that I love when, like, you know, when people just, I, I can't, I don't have the time. I just, people deserve themselves. So good <laughs> luck to them. We wish them the best. I mean, like, or the worst. Like, I don't know. What is it that they want? I can't figure it out. Like, I am a grown ass woman, but I am going to stick thorns in my finger to be reminded of, you know, how much I belong to my man. But like, are, you guys, are we are we surprised? Because this is the couple that allegedly drank each other's blood, that like grabs each other's crotches on red carpets and touches tongues. Yeah. Like they need attention so I wish, bad. I wish they would just I'm have sex on a red carpet. I'm surprised they like haven't Like full yet. on brown chicken, too brown gross cow right sex on a red carpet and just be done with it. Yeah. And just, then we'll do a segment and we'll move on. Like we're going to do now. And when we come back, we have a question. What TV show do you fall asleep to? Colleen wants to know. Call us. We'll be right back.